So Magellan, as a famous cartographer, can you draw us a map of your life? I can't draw. Oh, oh shit. shit. Fuck. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome. Today I have with me Magellan. Hi guys. Hi, how are you? I'm good. You're Finally good. got myself here. Yeah, and it took, took you a while. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> As you've heard, Duchess is here with Hello. us. She's graced us. Her grace. Oh, mm. so, so clever. Creative. So clever. So creative. Okay guys, shut up. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get to do this. We can do whatever we want. Wow. Wow. Only Allah can do what he wants. Valid. But also, we can do whatever. Bring the scriptures in earlier. I know. On my episode? That's kind of <laughs> ironic. <laughs> I know. It's true. It's true. Uh, it's so true. I mean, likely to have scripture in his episode. Magellan, Magellan is, is definitely the most liberal. Out of the three of us. Or the, Out of the three of or us. Or the least Muslim. <laughs> whichever phrase whichever <laughs> you fancy. I mean, do I? I don't think they're necessarily opposites. Yeah, they're not linear. Yeah, like look at like look at you, Duchess. You're, look at me. You're liberal and quite Muslim. Quite Muslim. I try. I try. Guys. Whatever quite Muslim means. <laughs> yeah. Some people see us as heretics, but then other people see us as too much. Yeah. So. Some people see us as look at us as hypocrites, though. Yeah, well, well fuck sucks, them all, bro. Sucks to be you, Duchess. The language <laughs> is that is that becoming of royalty. Um, yes. Fair. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna be... So, so today, you know, Magellan has finally got his shit together. He's gonna... It's been a long week. Gonna okay. walk us through... Sorry. Gonna sail us through his life. Whoa. Whoa. The Magellan jokes just keep coming. I'm gonna keep doing them. It's okay. Doing them. it's okay. I mean, I mean, like, we, we gave a brief intro on how you got, like, your nickname. Yeah. yeah. So that was in our first episode, guys. If if you haven't listened to it, listen to it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stop stop what you're doing. Stop listening to this like fantastic just the intro. I'm not, I'm, I'm and... an interesting person, I know, but I think the first episode's a little more interesting. <laughs> you're like you're like half interesting. But really though, like in this group of three, I'm probably the most typical person. Probably the least kind of like no though. Honey. No, really? Honey. Honey. Honey, you're the only like straight person I know that like the analytics are like you're gay, honey. <laughs> I mean that's true. Yeah, that's true. Messenger, Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah. I'm only Facebook. Okay, Magellan. Take us through where you grew up. You are Bangladeshi. Would you be offended if I said Bengali? No, I'm I'm very cool with the word Bengali. I told you. I told you too. I just said that there were some people who took offense to being called either way. I'll separate that out. So, Bengali is my ethnic heritage, which I share with people who live in West Bengal in India. Whereas Bangladeshi is my national heritage, where I'm from Bangladesh. Oh, see, I'm proud getting of, fancy. Yeah, I'm part of borders. Both. Must really matter to a person like you. No, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I get it. Come on, guys. It's going to be map jokes. That took me a while. Another Magellan one. But no, ironically, though, like, not matching with my my namesake, 
I actually do not care that much about borders. In a way, my ethnic heritage is in a lot of ways more important to me than my national heritage because I feel your ethnicity runs deeper than your nation. Interesting. Because Interesting. It's, it's essentially where you came from. Like yeah. Bengali heritage, Bengali history has been around for almost a thousand years, whereas Bangladesh as a country has been four years old. It's quite yeah. new. Yeah. So I feel like my ethnic heritage gives me so much more to work with and so much more to kind of shape myself for. Yeah. I think that makes sense. It makes sense, right? Like I'm Lebanese, Lebanon hasn't existed for that long as an individual country <laughs> from France, but like yeah. it, it has, you know, exactly. we, we created the alphabet. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So why don't you like run us through growing up in Dhaka? Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, so Woo! my whole life, I basically lived in Dhaka. I moved to Canada for university in the fall of 2016. I, lived in Dhaka my whole life, but I did travel a lot. So when I came to Toronto for university, it was actually my 12th time ever stepping foot in Toronto. So it was pretty familiar to me. And it played a big part in my decision to come to Toronto because I have a lot of family here and it's just a really familiar city for me. Yeah. And Toronto's kind of multicultural background, the diversity, the fact that there's a really strong Bengali community here. Like all, me. Like Duchess. Played a big part in yeah, my decision. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it played a huge part in my decision, and it and again, I'm because I grew up there, like Bangla and Bangladesh, and just being Bengali is just it's a very big part of my identity, and I I try to keep as into it as possible. Like so, cricket is a sport that Bangladesh is actually pretty good in. We are seventh or eighth just just made the funniest face <laughs> we're all right we're the seventh or eighth best team in the world there's um, like 10 okay hey they're like 13 oh wow but wow. but we are a decent team and i stay up from 10 30 to 6 a.m sometimes watching games as opposed to doing your work as opposed to doing my work fair which is a bad idea which is why i haven't been able to make time to make this video because I've been watching cricket games. Well, it's not a video. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. I'm really sorry about that. Can't find his way to the right. Listen. Word. My mapping Word. is off today. Just when is it not off. off? It's always off. Never mind. It's always off. Magellan just can't find his way home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, like, all right, cool. How was growing up in Bangladesh? <laughs> it was... It was it was it was interesting. I have a very I had a very large family. I lived in an extended an extended family environment where it was a family home where I had me and my me and my parents living in one apartment, my uncles beside me, cousins on top, cousins in the bottom under the apartments, and it was Ooh. like Oh my Sounds god. Scandalous. Honestly, yeah, like I couldn't. Like I see cousins like briefly and like, oh my god, that was just too much of my I life. Love, I love my cousins. I have well, I'm talking about my second cousins. My first yeah. cousins, I love to bits. I have 40 first cousins. Yeah, that's too many. Okay, that, bye. Yeah. Let's move on. And I'm quite close to almost all of them. It's a bit much. People get surprised that I remember all of their names. But I like, honestly wouldn't be able to remember their names. Honestly, I have like maybe like 20 cousins that so like forget their names. <laughs> no, man. I, I hang out with maybe like in Toronto. Like second cousins. Out of, out of my 40 first cousins, I feel like around 15 of them maybe live in Toronto. Okay. So it's like it's this it's this kind of social circle that I have yeah. always. That's like this constant huge support for me, and it's a big part of it was a big part of growing up, my cousins and all of that, because I n I didn't have any siblings, and kind of having that large family kind of almost balanced that out, and it was it was great. And even here, 
that connection. I watch soccer games with my cousins on the weekends. I go and have dinner with my cousin in the middle of the week. We talk about politics. And we're a family who we're not afraid about. Uh, we're not afraid to speak our mind because yeah. our parents and our uncles, they're, they're very open to us kind of expressing our views and everything. And because of that, it's created this, it's fostered this environment where, where we can really talk about anything. Like I have cousins who are openly atheist in our family and you know, the adults they know and some of them do not approve, but it's yeah. like they can have open discussions about the non-existence of God in family, in a family environment. And I think that's great. I think that's very different from like my experience and your yeah, experience, Duchess. Definitely. And you know what I find weird is that is that my parents are from Bangladesh. Like they were born and raised there. And like they like they're not like that. You know? <laughs> Me and my, my family, uh, you know, they have their views and I have my views and it's very hard to hold a discussion about that. But you know, at the end of the day, like we're all family and yeah. it's, do, do, do you it think it, it has to do with because your family is so large, like and you're all like living in one roof, like there's not there's not much room in the first place for like niceties like you you you're living together if you don't know like if you're an atheist it's kind of hard to like live your life comfortably yeah. you know when somebody's kind of breathing down your neck like yeah. have you prayed five times a day have you uh, also uh, another thing is like oh that as well yeah. another thing is we're we're a family of very strong personalities yeah starting from my grandmother and my grandfather. And on both sides, my dad's side and my, and my mom, and mom's side. And it just trickled down to this kind of yeah. generation of very very strong-willed people. Yeah, yeah. And I think that as well, this kind of environment, also fostered my political awareness. Because mm. I was always discussing politics with my mother. She's a very intelligent woman. She's very well-read, very well-informed. And with her, I was always discussing politics. And, just, and my mother's slightly, uh, I would not say conservative, but she's very spiritual and she believes very strongly in God yeah and for my what my parents are as well yeah and for what God's done for her and so with her I feel like I would maybe not be able to have a discussion about the existence of God per se like she to an extent expects me to have the minimum faith that's yeah. required and, and Duchess is like that is that how it is for you um, yeah, my parents are both like very well educated people and obviously um, I do have discussions about these kinds of things with them sometimes, but there are some things that they just like won't budge on. And it's it can be difficult, but at the yeah. same time, I do like appreciate the way that they think and the way that they believe because yeah. like it's it's very, like they're very solid in their beliefs, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's very like nice to see that yeah. they're like not budging from it in a way that's like, cause they're not hurting anyone, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so, they're, they're just, they're living their lives, you know, true to them. Yeah. I, I think my parents like, they're very kind of. I, I'm surprised at how like open they are to like accepting new ideas. I think yeah. it makes them special compared to like their friends that I see yeah. them talk to. I'm I'm quite impressed. Like like their friends are very close minded and they, they really do think about things. That's, that's yeah. Amazing. So you know, so you have this family. You're all, you know, very strong headed and have your own <laughs> opinions. Uh, and uh, and so you have these like, ton of discussions. Mm. So how did it feel then, you know, like when you were in your adolescence, going to school, so in, in Taka? This is a funny thing. Like back in school, kind of in Taka, while there were people who basically maybe didn't follow religion strictly, there was this kind of thing where people were, yeah, you know, we're Muslim, blah, blah, blah. And there was a group of them who had very strong beliefs about religion. There's not the superiority. That, that, too, that, is, of course. And there were a few of them who were very like, extreme in their beliefs oh, okay and like i was 
to an extent in a lot of ways. I had a lot of, I had a bit of conservative tinge to me mm. up until like even 11th or 12th grade. And even further on beyond that, I think that conservative tinge kind of remained. And again, that also had to do with a bit of my family background where my family was open and stuff, but there was, uh, especially on one side of my family, it's like conservative tinge. And that kind of passed on to me in terms of prayer and all of that. And also surrounded by these friends, this small group who I was quite close to, it did tinge those beliefs where I was accepting of a lot of liberal viewpoints where I was, you know, okay with gay marriage and abortion and all of that. But a part of me, a very strong part of me was like, no, that's wrong. You can't believe that. So I had to do these mental cartwheels where I was like, you know, I believe in their rights. But on the other hand, like, I don't believe that it's a right right. You know? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's the best one. It's like, <laughs> I support you, but, but like, like I, I can't be you. I can't, I can't be you. I like, can't be you, basically. And it's it's dumb. It took me a long way. It took me a long time to kind of leech myself of those kind of problematic beliefs. Yeah. Did and Jen, I did Jenk help? Jenk helped a lot. Jenk and Anna. <laughs> Jenk and Anna <laughs> from the Young Turks. So yeah. if for those of you who didn't listen in to our first episode, I stop basically, and go listen. I expressed my love for Cenk Uger and Anna Kasparian from The Young Turks. Who, because... Whom I'm, like, indifferent towards <laughs> at best. So at they've... best. <laughs> so they kind of shaped a lot of my hard left beliefs. Because I yeah. feel like I'm maybe someone who... This is to a fault. I have problems where I oscillate between different extremes. Where I go from maybe believing in one extreme to believing in the other. And it's... It's a fault of mine that my mom actually points out a lot. She says that I'm an inconsistent person. Wow. Ooh. Well, this this <laughs> and, and her like slam about your top Spotify artist. She's a, she's a character. My mom is a savage person. Yeah. And I'm normally the victim of this. <laughs> I mean, you're also the victim of our savagery That's as true. well. I think so. I'm an easy target. You are. I think I think you're just lovable. And it's because I, see, I, I don't get egotistical about it. So it's like, when people are joking around me, I don't care. It's cool. Okay. Magellan, <laughs> pull your head out of your ass. <laughs> you okay. can't find the way. You can't find the way out. Out of my ass. You're just lost. That's um, not a place I want to be stuck in. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Um, that's interesting. So then, how do you feel moving to Canada, like, changed your perspective right so like in 12th grade you're saying like you had some of these maybe more conservative beliefs and then you moved to Canada and you watched uh, the Young Turks and <laughs> and you got converted you got initiated into the cult no not or exactly what happened so in 12th grade while I did have those beliefs I didn't have them as much in 12th grade more in 11th grade and then it slowly started kind of bleeding. it was the shift it kind yeah. of yeah, started bleeding out when you were doing me. the cartwheels when I was doing the cartwheels yeah, yeah. because I just got that thing is so ridiculous and then I come to university and I'm alone all by myself kind of living my life and there's not this kind of ideological pressure mm. and it started maybe slowly kind of bleeding out the conservatism even more and coming here seeing all these different perspectives seeing kind of liberalism at work almost liberalism at work that is that is a phrase <laughs> it, <laughs> i don't it, know how to finish that it, it made me uh maybe really rethink a lot of my belief systems and it it made me want to be a better ally mm. because a large part of again what i say up here i want to say that as the straight man here i'm kind of the person here who's 
Not yes, I'm a minority. You're, you're, you're treading on thin ice. <laughs> no, want. no, no. That, that's not what I meant. I meant that being a minority, yes, I am discriminated against in in certain ways. But my straight maleness can, in a lot of ways, balance that out because I have the male privilege and I have the privilege of living in a heteronormative society. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I get that. Like before I came out, I was like, I'm gonna lose this. Yeah. I'm gonna lose this. Yeah. Like this power of. Well, I'm glad you had the choice <laughs> or the idea to be like, hmm, I, I, mean, I know that I'm going to have a choice. Did I, have I don't think he had a choice, but okay, it's you still did. pretty bad. Yeah. Like, no, but see, although to be fair, like, yeah. yes, you know, yeah, you, you, you can you, still you have a bad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a bad dude. Thank you. But see, like, that's my point here that where I'm saying that I'm kind of the traditional option here where I'm the straight man. Despite being a minority, despite being openly... You Muslim. have the biggest option to, like, exactly. enter the Western exactly. ideal. The, enter the bubble. Mm, no, I, not that. More, I, I can I kind of get maybe the least discriminated out of. Like, and I have the most privilege, essentially. I mean, I, don't know I mean it depends. I mean, like, because for viewers that don't know, I mean, I, I said I was Lebanese. If you don't know how Lebanese people look That's like, true. we look pretty, pretty white. white yeah. That's true. You know, uh, me especially, I look very white. Um, so, like, I guess it depends on whether it's, like, That's the true. racist or the homophobe. And it's like, oh, well, I mean, where we're from, it's kind of both, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. But, it, again, I feel like there are brown people who can essentially kind of piggyback onto the right and be like, yeah, you know what, I hate immigrants too. And this yeah. is actually a big thing where they're yeah, like, yeah, like I'm I'm one of the good ones. Yeah, I'm one of the good. You brown you, people, you exactly. get to like you can argue. You can and my straight maleness helps that as well. Yeah. And again, as a straight as a man, in STEM, like again, I'm in STEM. It, it's I easy. think I think we should explain to the audience what STEM. Yeah. Is. So uh, in, in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, acronym as a, STEM. <laughs> acronym STEM. Like me, Ernest, and Duchess are all three of us are in STEM, and. Uh, Maybe Ernest as well, but me and Ernest have a distinct advantage because men in STEM have traditionally been favored, and we've gotten... Duchess's face just like, yeah. no shit. Yeah. <laughs> Duchess and other women in STEM have gotten the shorter end of the stick. I literally just did a stats problem that was yeah. like 3.5 to 1 mm-hmm. ratio of males to females in my, cl- in like my program, Yeah, and I was like... Excuse me. Um, it's more like seven to one. No, okay, no. like yeah, like you no one has walked it. into a classroom and thought, oh, three point five to one. Like no. <laughs> but it's 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 an interesting thing, because on one hand I have to balance out the fact that I may be discriminated as a brown person, but on the other hand I have to, you know, own up to the privilege that I have, and I think that again as a straight male, it's important that I do own up. Yeah. To the privilege that I possess. I, I mean, to each to each his like experience. Yeah. You know, is, is there own, like everybody's experience is yeah. your own experience. I don't think it's worth undermining like somebody else's experience. You know, if you're look, if you're lucky enough to be born a rich white straight male, yeah, like you know what, good for you. Yeah, yeah. you know, but you're you're definitely and you know what, you're gonna have your own different set of struggles, and like I'll recognize that, but don't undermine mine. Yeah. But right, also, that's what I think we need to like. I think your social responsibility is proportional to the privilege that you hold. The more privilege that you hold, like out of this rich white straight male, the more of those outli- the more of those categories you fall under, the larger your responsibility is towards people who are not. That's why people listen to you. More. People listen it's to you. It's true. Exactly. It's true. I mean, that's part of like our advantage of being able to like talk well. Yeah. Right. Is that like if if I come and I have like a significantly noticeable accent. 
people say it kind of sounds funny. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and and the reality is, I've heard that you know in in my classes. Like, I'm sure I'm yeah, sure you I hear it. it. You know, it's just like when people have accents, they they yeah. like laugh. Yeah. Even if what they've said is fine. And yeah. you lose a lot of confidence if you have a strong accent that you maybe not would not be the proudest of. It it does affect your self confidence going forward. And you know, so like going back to me in terms of the whole ally thing, it's an important part of what I strive to be and what I want to become. Where again, as a straight male, there are parts of me that subconsciously do things that are not right. That I. It's it's funny. I, I these are the things that I talk about openly, and I talk about being a feminist, and I'm against all of these things. But I subconsciously end up doing a lot of them. Like a few days ago, there was a thing that kind of an external situation, <laughs> <laughs> an external, an external situation. situation that basically made me aware of the fact that I may have a tendency to mansplain. Well, I mean, look. That was a private forum. If you want to go public, you can go public. <laughs> yeah. But again, so that whole tendency to mansplain after I heard it from that external source, which was a pretty nasty thing to happen to me, I kind of, but I, I thought about it. <laughs> Character assassination. But no, I thought about it though. And I realized that yes, I do tend to have. And Duchess actually said something very, said something very interesting to me that actually maybe realize it more than the actual person who pointed it out that actual person royalty has that effect royalty yeah. has that effect so duchess told me that i was basically telling duchess that hey so i kind of have a tendency to talk over people in general and i may be a dick sometimes because of it but if i do it to men and women then it's just me being a dick rather than me mansplaining but duchess pointed out something saying that you know in this case equity is much more important than equality if you talk over someone, a group of people who have historically and traditionally been told to stay quiet and not talk about what they feel or they think and that their opinion is less important than men, then it is harmful rhetoric. You're not just talking over just another person the same as you would a man. You're talking over someone who it would really hurt because it hurts their sense of self. And ever since then, I've basically been very careful about when I'm speaking in a forum with other uh, with women, and I've just I've been trying to maybe listen to them more and not talk over them or maybe not be condescending towards them. So yeah, it was as much of a nasty experience as it was. It was a learning experience for me, and I feel that it was very important because it helped me be a better ally. Like in that situation, my feminism came into question from the external source. Yeah. And special external source. Special it's, uh, external it's, source. It was pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> oh but yeah, so but with my feminism coming into question, it really was a big hit for me because it's some, my feminism was something I'm very proud of. I'm a very proud and open feminist, and I try and explain it in any forum I am in. And that coming into question really made me rethink some of my behavior. And I think it's been a good learning experience for me. And again, at the end of the day, I feel as as in my position of privilege, my responsibility is to be the best ally that I can be to help women, to help other people of color, to help people who are L who are part of the LGBTQ community. And that's, I feel that's the perspective that I want to bring. Maybe the perspective of the group of people who are traditionally more conservative or traditionally more Muslim. And I did the... He did air quote. quotes. I did the air quote here. 
and that's the type that's the people who maybe would discriminate more against people against people who are liberal or feminist or even confused about what they believe and i feel like maybe i can be a voice of understanding to the group of listeners who follow <laughs> behind that and you know i want to bring that perspective to the show and to our discussion all right so that's what you bring that's what i bring you bring the uh, the allyship the allyship <laughs> so so me so me and me and duchess are the oppressed i'm the oppressed and i'm the ally. <laughs> I, mean, I mean to be fair lo- true. <laughs> but that, that that's also kind of a harmful yeah. rhetoric as well like you know the whole of course the whole yeah. it, it it's very similar to the white savior it, it, complex yeah. where it's like I mean, it's easy to become a straight male savior yeah. we're condescending towards it as well i mean also like to be fair like you, you also do like we like we said like you also have your own struggles because exactly. yeah. of your race and uh, but but I mean it's definitely it does speak to your character yeah. that like concept that you know. Oh. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we're proud of you. Proud of you. <laughs> yeah. Proud of you. Yes. But All right. For our listeners who may, so this is another thing where my problematic past, where I've had the conservative beliefs and all yeah. of that, it didn't stop me from becoming liberal or becoming a feminist or becoming open about the issues that I feel strongly about, and that's what I want to tell listeners who maybe want to question their beliefs and question their liberalism and maybe have a conservative background have believe that they are problematic and that maybe they don't belong in in the movement i was just like that but education 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 Education. and don't be like afraid to question the things things you've been taught you've been taught right like it's hard things you want to learn for yourself yeah it's an endless there are endless possibilities yeah and It's it's a gradual process and again I am friends. I'm not the perfect ally because the perfect ally does not exist. We are all human. We make mistakes at the end of the day, and that affects our. That's just like I'm pretty lit, though. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I am royalty. You're royalty, you know. And that's where I guess I'll leave off. Leave off my intro. Well, well, thank you for for telling us about yourself. Finally, finally (laughs) taking your sweet ass time. Hey, you know the best things come to those who wait. Bullshit. <laughs> Best things come to those who like message quickly. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, I always reply on time. Okay. No. I'm very prompt when it comes okay, to Okay, guys. Okay, okay let's wrap it, it up. Well, thank you all for listening. <laughs> that was Magellan. He took us on a tour of his life. That's right. I will keep using exploratory words. <laughs> um, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, please remember to rate us. Subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes or your podcast app or wherever you get podcasts, but not yet because we're still working it out. And um, our first main episode is out. Our main discussion about uh, diaspora, diaspora in the West. West. And, and, and if you haven't heard identity. that, yeah. yeah. And if you haven't heard that yet, please you know go and listen. And uh, peace out. Bye. This was Magellan. Bye bye. Oh my dear God. Goodbye. <laughs>